Shalom, this is Rabbi Barry Gelman, and you're listening to The Other RBG on the weekly Torah reading. This week's Parsha is Parshat Shemini. And we'll start with a fascinating story. On Wednesday, August 7th, 1974, a 24-year-old Frenchman named Philippe Petit stepped out onto a steel wire strung across the 130-foot gap between the tops of the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center in New York, close to 1,350 feet above the ground. After a 45-minute performance, he was asked, weren't you afraid that you were going to die? While conceding, he replied, if I die, what a beautiful death to die in the exercise of your passion. How does this connect to our Parsha? Well, let's, let's see. On a celebratory day, the eighth day of the dedication of the Mishkan, after a divine fire came and consumed the offerings, Nadav and Avihu, our own sons, brought an additional incense offering that had not been commanded. And the Torah records that they are then consumed by fire and died before God. While many commentaries have attempted to discover what Nadav and Avihu did wrong, some Midrashim and classical commentaries suggest that Nadav and Avihu were motivated by their desire to come close to God. Consider this Midrash recalling a conversation between Moshe and Aaron after the death of Nadav and Avihu. Amarlo, Moshe says to Aaron, Achi, zet mi sinai nemarli. Aaron, my brother, I knew that this house was going to be sanctified through the beloved ones of God. I knew this. God told me this at Sinai. But, Moshe says, I thought it was either going to be between by me or by you. And now I know, I see, that Nadav and Avihu, your two sons, were greater than you and me. And I saw this Midrash first in the Devar Torah by Rabbi Elise Goldstein, and she puts it this way. Nadav and Avihu, in this interpretation, were motivated by the overwhelming desire to be close to God. See, they are no longer perpetrators of a betrayal of biblical law. They are rather overcome by religious fervor. And she quotes another Midrash that says, Vayikhu b'nei Aaron, that Aaron's sons took, they too, in their joy, when they saw the new fire that God had brought, added love to love, and they took. And the Midrash says that taking is nothing other than joy. They saw the fire that God had brought and thought that they would bring fire as well. According to these Midrashim, Nadav and Avihu died exercising their passion. These Midrashim and commentaries go out of their way to show us that their desire was holy. Enthusiasm for religious life was labeled by Rabbi Norman Lamb as bren, the Yiddish word for burn. As he wrote, we must dedicate ourselves to the task of Judaism with a new initiative, with new initiative, with a bren, with greater depth and intensity. Isn't it interesting that the word used for more intense commitment, bren, refers to a burning desire, and Nadav and Avihu were burned by a fire as a result of their spiritual desires. 
Recently, the world has been made aware of two very different manifestations of this Bren. First, there is a tweet that I saw of a young Russian girl defying the Russian crackdown against any opposition to its invasion of Ukraine. It's a picture of a young girl named Ola Misik standing in Russia, reading the Russian constitution that guarantees the right to peaceful protest, surrounded by Russian police officers. What courage, what passion and Bren to do the right thing. And there are countless other examples of this, like housewives and grandmothers taking up arms against Russia. I saw another tweet this week from a young woman who said that she did not expect to live much longer as she attempted to resist the takeover of Mariupol. These people willing to die in the exercise of their passion truly inspire. On a different scale, yet inspiring nonetheless, was the commemoration of the life of Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky after his death death last week. Rabbi Kanievsky was a man so completely dedicated to his passion, Torah study. Born in 1928, he studied Torah 18 hours a day for his entire life, which amounts to approximately 538,000 hours of Torah study, far exceeding the 10,000 hours it is said someone needs to master something, an idea popularized by Malcolm Gladwell. Even if our passion is not Torah study, Who is not moved and inspired by a person who is so committed to do something that they do it for 18 hours a day for 84 years? In the process, Rabbi Kanievsky became one of the leading religious authorities in the world, even though he held no official position. It is said that between 800,000 and 1 million people attended his funeral in Israel. He too lived his passion and showed the world what commitment to an ideal can yield. Olga Misik, the girl in the tweet, reminds me that there are things really worth fighting for. She reminds me of the great story I heard from my teacher, Rabbi Jacob J. Schachter, about a man who died and is escorted to the place of heavenly judgment. God welcomes this individual and asks, where are your scars? The person is confused. What do you mean, where are my scars? Why should I have scars? To which God replied, well, wasn't there anything worth fighting for? When the death-defying Frenchman Philippe Petit was asked, why do you do it? He answered, there is no why. Life should be lived on the edge. You have, an ex- you have to exercise rebellion to refuse to tape yourself to rules, to refuse your own success, to refuse to repeat yourself, to see every day, every year, every idea as a true challenge. And then you're going to live your life on a tightrope. These stories inspire me to be more committed to the important things in life to spend more time with my family, more time studying Torah, more time doing acts of chesed, kindness for others. These stories of Rabbi Kanievsky and Olga Misik remind us about Nadav and Avihu's desire to come close to God. The desire to be so engrossed in our passion that it takes us to the greatest heights and inspires us and inspires others. Shabbat Shalom.